Okay, hello. Um, all right, so I, again, wasn't totally sure what I was going to talk about today. And I got to thinking and I also got to chatting with my friend slash, fuck, I don't even know what to call her, my branding visionary strategist right-hand woman, Maria, of the uh, Candid Studio. And, um, you know, we were chatting biz shit like usual. And um, I was like, I don't know, I'm having like these like mental blocks about the podcast. Like, I forgot to record it on Friday and la la la. And now I don't know. And it's Sunday right now, Sunday afternoon. And um, she was like, why don't you just like reintroduce yourself? Tell everyone what what you're about, what's happening. And I'm like, you know, it's not a bad idea because there are some up-leveling happening, some expanding happening, some just like new shit going down. I don't know, like a new invigoration of, is that a word? Invigoration? <laughs> if it's not, I just made it up. Um, and there's just some new stuff happening. So yeah, I really do want to give y'all a rundown on me and like my businesses and just what's up and what's coming. So I am Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, I'm a hairstylist and a makeup artist. I have been doing hair and makeup for, well, licensed for 13 years, I think. Actually, my anniversary was on Halloween. So last night of um, getting my license 13 years ago, which is fucking nuts. But um, yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, I started out in LA. Well, I graduated up here in San Francisco and then my husband and I moved to LA and I worked there for a little bit. That's where I got a lot of training. I wanted to be in, not in movies. I wanted to work on movies, on movie sets. And so I was quote hired by a production agency, but they, they don't really hire you until the whole thing was, you know, I don't know. It, it was something I never experienced before, so I didn't know how it worked. But apparently, you know, it's very um, not set in stone. So I was going to be the hair and makeup assistant because the key hairstylist was moving on to join the union. And so the assistant was going to move up to fill her position. Well, this was 2008 and the recession hit and it was awful and bad. And that production company, uh, which actually was the company that made movies for Lifetime, Hallmark, and Spike TV. They only went into production a few times like that whole year. So they, um, the girl who's supposed to leave never left. So I never ended up moving into the position. So I worked for free for like, I don't know, two months or something like that until she finally, you know, told me that she wasn't going to be leaving. So then I had to go get a different job, a job that paid real money. And so I found a, I almost said hotel, weird. I found a salon in Beverly Hills. And well, I'm sorry, I take that back. I did not find the salon. Um, a girl that graduated from my same beauty school worked at this salon. And I was connected to her from the like admission, or no, uh, 
someone from a beauty school, she was like, oh, here, call this girl because she works down there and she'll be happy to connect you with people. I was like, great. So I called her and she was like, yeah, you know, we actually have some openings, assistant openings coming up in the salon. So come tomorrow, bring your resume, la la la, ask for Babette. And I was like, hmm, okay. So this sounds like a fancy place. And, you know, I'm from the Bay and at that time, I wore nothing pretty much but thrifted clothing from thrift stores in San Francisco. So definitely not like a Beverly Hills typical vibe or look, which is fine. Um, But, you know, I put on my thrifted best and I headed down there and this place was fucking crazy. It had its own valet parking. It had a jewelry counter. Yes, a full fucking blown jewelry counter in it with its own jewelry rep and um a cafe that would come around and like take your order and bring you shit anything you wanted literally anything and uh what else there were like 60 plus stylists it was two stories it was very very beautiful and amazing and expensive and fancy and I just thought holy shit like (laughs) I'm gonna fuck this up and I did not in fact fuck it up I got hired on the spot by this guy named Batiste and um (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's because I was Filipino because he's also Filipino and um so we uh really hit it off I had a really wonderful experience working for him um but once I realized that you know I was going to be building a clientele in a salon environment. I wanted to go do that back home in the Bay Area. So um, I ended up after about a year, what was it, like a year and a half, I left, moved back up here, started working at a salon in the city, and then ended up a a year and a half or so after that, I ended up back in my hometown in the East Bay and where I've been working here ever since. So about 10 years or so I've been working here. And it's been awesome. And um, that, I always thought I wanted to own a salon. So that has been my path for a long time. And it's interesting how things kind of shift, right? And sometimes end up working out differently. And who knows, maybe one day I will own a salon. But right now, that doesn't seem to be on my radar anymore. Because I realized that impacting the lives of other stylists and other entrepreneurs and other women in general really was what kind of lit me up inside like lit my little soul on fire so um i started educating um like four-ish years ago i started teaching in-person makeup and hair classes mostly to clients and um i did a little bit of makeup training for other uh, hairstylists and makeup artists who wanted to get into like bridal makeup and things like that. And, um, that was really fun. And then of course, like, you know, the growth from there was that I wanted to start educating other stylists. So then it was like, you know, dipping the toe in the water for that type of education. And then when I started, realizing that the things I was talking about really could be applied to all creative entrepreneurs. That's when I really um, stepped into the coaching world. And that was about like a year and a half ago. Um, But I was doing all of this like totally on my own. I didn't ever have like, I mean, I've had mentors throughout my career, but no one 
really f- in the coaching world. It was a lot of like people in the hair business or, um, you know, salon owners and things like that, that I was looking up to and getting advice from, but never in the coaching world. And, you know, there's really no rule book for coaching. Like you don't have to have any type of like certificate or licensing or anything like that. So it can be very, what's the word subjective? Like, I don't know, like there can be all sorts of shit flying around that people latch onto that I don't know, is like true or not true or bullshit or whatever. So that part was kind of intimidating for me because my perfectionist brain really wanted me to latch on to the, you know, like the right way to do it. And that really held me back for a long time because I was convinced that I was going to do it wrong. I was going to fuck something up. I was going to like give someone terrible advice. Like I wasn't going to be able to help them. And so, you know, I was just, stuck spinning in this place of knowing what I wanted to do, positioning myself to be able to do it like on online and with other stylists that I worked with and stuff like that. And then, you know, like I, and I've talked about this, if you've been following me on Instagram, I've talked about this before, but I, I was so burnt out from this constant state of spinning and anxiety and self-doubt that I was just like one day you know I was like I either need to quit everything and like figure out something else completely or I need to take a step back and figure out how to make this work for me because I do love what I do but I do not love how I'm doing it right now like this is not I am like I was overworking I was trying to fit what is it 10 pounds of shit in a five pound sack it was miserable um I also had a very small child who didn't like to sleep or like you know oh gosh a husband that traveled a lot because he was a firefighter at the time and like all these things right so I needed more support essentially I needed more support from myself and from my my community like my family my friends you know, even in business, although I didn't realize that at the time. So, you know, fast forward a little bit and I started working on my mindset. I started being more aware of my anxiety. I started um, just bringing a lot more awareness around my thoughts and how they were affecting me and if they were real or not. Um, And as it turns out, a lot of my thoughts were not even they were just like fucked up opinions or like these weird, um, I would get in these weird negative loops in my mind. And I just thought, this is like, this is crazy. Like, why am I, I'm talking, like, I'm saying some mean shit to myself. And I, I, it's interesting too, once you kind of decide to make this shift, once I decided that I wanted to be better and, and, and talk nicer to myself, believe in myself more, like be less burnt out, you know, have more time for myself, I pretty much started calling in different types of people to my life. So I was introduced to like a community of women who were kind of on the same wavelength as me. So I started attending uh, events there. That's where I hosted my first uh, workshop because it felt like a safe place to open up, to be more vulnerable, to kind of like 
admit some of these things out loud to other people and talk them through and like um, have that support that I was missing. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this is it. Like this is what I really needed. I, I was not meant to do this alone. And so I don't think anybody is meant to do this alone. Life, business, motherhood, anything. Like we're not meant to do it alone, especially women, especially women. And um, so, you know, as that, it's like a snowball, right? It was like I started, I, I met this group of women, like started supporting them. They started supporting me. And it was like what I talked about in the last episode where it was like an, a hand was extended out to me that brought me up into like a new level of sisterhood that then created something in me, strengthened things in me where I could give my hand out to someone, lift them up and bring them along too. So it just became like this crazy ripple effect. And that's when I realized that I needed and wanted to bring that energy into my coaching business. I wanted people to feel that and experience that, especially in the hair industry, because if you are a stylist, you know damn well how crazy it can be and how stressful it can be and client-based businesses are really hard to manage and if you're a business owner like if you are a renter booth rental independent suite owner whatever you're doing it all on your own like everything falls on you and it's a lot it is a lot and if you're wanting to do it quote you know well like you want to check all the boxes and have all the things that everyone tells you all the time you need. It's like, it can be overload for your brain. So that's where I wanted to step in because I saw the need and because people aren't talking about this in the business, like in the entrepreneur world. Like people are talking about hustle, grind, sleep when you're dead. And no thank you, like no fucking thank you. I personally do not work from that paradigm. I now work from a feminine paradigm, which essentially is allowing the feminine energy to coexist with the masculine. Right now, everywhere you look, especially online, it's very heavy in the masculine. It's like very, you know, stay in your lane, but in like <laughs> not not a great way. It's like stay in your lane don't let anyone come in because they're going to steal your shit and like don't come too far out because someone else if you if you veer away then someone else is going to take your lane I mean it's just wild and it just infuses that competition and comparison bullshit deeper into our culture and I freaking hate it like I just what not for me and I'm guessing it's not for you either because if you're tuning into this podcast then chances are you follow me somewhere in the social atmosphere world that didn't make sense in the what am I trying to say on the socials somewhere out there in the uh Instagram Facebook whatever world and you know kind of what I talk about and what I am about right and it's about figuring out what works best for you a whole ass human in life and in business in order to be the best version of yourself, right? And to have a job that you actually really fucking like and a life that you really fucking like. And um, I don't know, a person like living in a body and with a soul of a person that you really, really like. 
So all of those things led me to where I'm at now. Um, once I realized I didn't want to do this alone, I hired a coach and like that Mama, alone. Okay, no problem, babe. <laughs> Leo. Um, and, you know, it just catapulted my business in a way that I just didn't even think was possible, honestly. I knew why I wanted to hire the coach, but I wasn't sure what that was going to mean as far as what was going to come afterwards. And um, my family is now talking in here, so sorry if it's loud. Oh, boy. (laughs) I try to do these in one shot so I don't have to edit anything. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so it changed my business in ways I was like totally, I wouldn't say unprepared for because I think I was ready. I was really, really ready. But it was, it happened in a way that surprised me. Things came up that I was like, oh, my gosh. Like I went through really rough periods. I went through periods where I was like very uncomfortable. But then you know, the expansion after the contraction was well worth it. And it almost always is because we can't expand without first contracting. And usually people, what ends up happening, and I did this for years, you feel the contraction, you think, oh my God, this is wrong. Like what I'm doing is like bad. This was a mistake. And then you stop, right? And then you kind of stay there. You live there in that contraction for a little while Wow, that's really good, babe. Very nice. <laughs> Leo drew a picture. Um, and you stay in that contraction for a while and not realizing that literally just right on the other side of that is this like amazing growth, this amazing expansion, like pleasure and joy and like feeling really proud of yourself. And I think that's where people get kind of obsessed with that hustle mentality because they like you know push through the hard times and and to a degree yes like I always think keep going even if it's uncomfortable but also I I fully respect the fact that sometimes we're not ready to push through yet sometimes we do have to sit in the discomfort of the contraction because maybe we're just not quite ready for various reasons like And everyone is so different. I mean, I have technically had two failed launches because something incredibly personal and fucking sad happened to me right in the middle of a launch two different times. And I could have pushed through it. I could have like done what the quote right thing to do was, but right according to who, right? Like the hell Um, It didn't feel right in my body to continue, so I didn't. And I made that be okay. Like, we have to not make things wrong, and that's part of this, is like making choices from an empowered place and owning whatever that means, that whatever that truth is for you in that moment. So, anyway. Wrapping it all up and bringing it back together is, you know... After the last launch that I had to end early and (laughs) refund some people because I was not ready to move forward with a group program, um, I took a break. I let myself rest. I let myself feel the emotions. 
I didn't work with with clients. You know, I mean, I had my one-on-one clients and that that was fully enough. And I worked through my shit. And then as I came out of that, I realized what I was ready for, how I wanted to do it, what kind of energy I wanted to bring to it, like what I wanted to talk about. I mean, everything just feels more alive for me right now. And I am so here for it. So here for it. And I hope you are too. Which is why if you follow me on Instagram, you probably have seen that I started my Bitches in Business group. And it's so amazing. I have 75 people in there already. And I'm so pumped. And um, it's basically just a private Instagram page a little private group for us to have um, some community vibes and free trainings. I'm going in there every Friday. I'm going live and doing a training with you guys. And um, I wanted a place that wasn't a Facebook group because those are not my jam where we could talk to one another and we could hang out and we could talk about business and life, but mostly business. And um, we could get really specific on certain business topics. Like I just did a reels training in there. And, um, you know, we're going to have lots coming up. So what are you looking for? Did we leave them there? Oh, I don't know. We're having a pillow dilemma over here. Um, anyway, so... Um, yeah, I hope that was kind of fun learning a little bit about my backstory and why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. But, uh, if you, and if you want to get into the private group, the bitches in business, make sure you get in there. Just find me on Instagram. It'll be right there ready for you. Um, there's a link in my bio to get there. I tag it in lots of my posts so you can very easily find it, or you can just search bitches in business that's it (laughs) there's not another group called that and um yeah we'll get down to some trainings and then next week there's gonna be a really um fucking badass five-day live training series happening in that group so if you want to be in on that action um we're gonna have some really fucking good topics like income goals and making money how to be less stressed entrepreneurship, self-care, sisterhood. It's going to be really good, you guys. Really good. Um, Yeah, so get your ass in there, especially if you're a hairstylist that wants to work less and make more money because I can legit share my experience with you and guide you in ways to do that. Like, I can guarantee it. I can help you 100%. So get your cute little butt in the group and i hope this was um a fun episode little i hope you got a couple little juicy nuggets in there so uh yeah if you like the podcast like always take a screenshot share it to your stories tag me let me know you're loving it um and also let me know if you have any ideas for future podcast topics um i'm open to all of them okay okay i'll talk to you guys later bye